Uh, good morning. How's everybody doing today? I apologize because I'm back in the car again. Um, I fucked up this morning and when we were getting the kids and everything ready to go, we were having a really smooth morning. Everybody was cooperating. All the pieces were falling into place. Um, and then I uh, left their shoes inside. I didn't put their shoes on them before they left uh, for my wife to go to work. So uh, I had to go to the store and get them some shoes. And then the baby choked on a donut on the way to school and then um, and puked, gagged herself and puked. So I had to get her a new outfit and then get donuts um, for the other kids or, and get shoes for the other kids. So I'm on my way back to work right now myself. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It, um, I'm hoping, you know, whatever, though. Today is a minor setback, you know, this morning. Today's going to be a good day. It's all going to be chill. Got a couple of small projects to do back at the house when we get home this evening. Everything should go pretty smoothly, I'm hoping, um, to get ready for this stupid-ass open house that we've got tomorrow. And fingers crossed, somebody will buy this bitch tomorrow. You know, we'll, we'll get us, we'll get an offer in. I don't know. That's, I mean... Jesus Christ, you know, who there's, there's no telling at this point. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's total pain in my ass. Um, but yeah, we're, um, we gotta be getting near the end of the road here. Surely. Like I said earlier this week, had a good feeling about this week, good weather, um, and all that fun stuff. And I'm hoping that that, that holds up like seriously, I'm really hoping that that, that that holds up. Um, I got faith. I'm keeping the faith. But like I said, I'm also, you know, moment of clarity the other day. Where like I realized like, hey, man, it's going to happen when it happens. You know, like there's, there's nothing else you can do to push it along. It's it just, you know, it'll it'll come together. So I'm just trying to keep that keep that in mind, you know, so um, it'll be all right. We'll be straight. Um, but uh, but yeah. I'll tell you what, man, one thing I'm really excited though, uh, excited for though, um, I haven't seen it yet, but um, Multiverse of Madness came out last week and I have heard some, I've heard a good and bad. I've heard uh, one breakdown though, or one little quick thing talking about how um, Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, um, like how she cements herself as the strongest Avenger. And I 100% agree with that. I mean, I don't know if people considered a, the Scarlet Witch to be an Avenger because she, you know, wasn't one of, like, the original, like, you know, this version of the cinematic universe. Uh, she wasn't part of that original Avenger crew. She joined up, like, in age at the end of Age of Ultron, tried to stop Ultron. Um, but... I mean, I always knew that she was a savage and she was probably, you know, she was probably the strongest one out of the, the folks that were there um, just because she, um, I mean, if you think about WandaVision, you think about what she was able to do within WandaVision. I mean, dude, like she was able to, to put an entire town under a spell and hold him hostage to live her own life, the life that she wanted, you know, hundreds of people, you know what I'm saying? 
and she almost single-handedly took down Thanos just because she got she got pissed that he killed Vision to take the Mind Stone, and she just went like savage mode basically, and was you know getting ready to snap on him. Like she could have done it herself, honestly. She had the totally the had the ability to. So I mean, I had no doubt in my mind that she was the strongest one out there. But apparently, some shit pops off in the multiverse of madness. Because Doctor Strange ain't no slouch either. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the guy has the ability to turn time, uh, open different dimensions, you know, all like the portals and all that bullshit that he's able to maintain and manage. I mean, you know, as as Wu-Tang said best, you know, he ain't nothing to fuck with. And... Um, so, like, I totally believe that the, between the two of them, there could be some ultimate savagery going on right now. That they, the, so I'm excited to see it. Plus, the first Doctor Strange was dope. Um, like, I, you know, thought that it was, thought that it was super cool. So I'm looking forward to that, and like this next step, and what the uh, the Marvel Universe is doing. Although I've really been slacking on my. Um, everything outside of like once once the storyline with the avengers was over with endgame i really like slacked on everything else you know honestly i didn't um i didn't pay attention to i haven't paid attention to the newest spider-man movie um no way home which is like which is supposed to be the shit you know and, and i know that it's got you know, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in it, which was like, you know, a big fucking deal. Um, especially since Tobey Maguire's um, Spider-Man was like Sony lockdown, you know? I mean, for Christ's sake, PlayStation 3 and Spider-Man 3 shared the same font purely because they were owned by the same company. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big deal. So... Um, I've slept on that. I've slept on a couple of the TV shows, but you know, like I was saying before, the success that I feel like they've had with WandaVision, I thought was dope. It was a great first start. I heard that What If wasn't great, and I've only seen like one episode of it, and I thought that it was okay, but it just wasn't really for me. I fucking loved Moon Knight. Moon Knight was sick. Loki was awesome. I mean, I feel like Loki was a total home run. I mean, Tom Hiddleston, is that his, how you say his last name? I think that's how you say his last name. And, you know, um, uh, oh, man, what's his name? Oh, no. Uh, Owen. Oh, no. I can't remember the guy's name. Oh, no. The guy's like a classic, classic actor. He's like one of the best, you know. Wedding Crashers and Cars. I mean, dude's Lightning McQueen. Oh, man. He's got the brother. I can't remember their last name. I know their first names. Luke and Owen. Oh, man. Damn, that sucks. I can't remember his name. But, uh, yeah, man. I mean, you know, Loki was dope and everything that they offer there. It's just crazy to me. Honestly, now that I think about it, I can't, I hope and I can't wait for a Loki season two. Because it was so awesome. I don't know how they don't continue that story. With the universe and the timeline breaking down the way that it was. I don't know how they don't keep that going. 
I don't see a way that they could just drop that as is and let it go because I feel like they've opened themselves up to have huge implications for the next step of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. TV or, you know, a typical film. It's, I mean, just with that movie alone, not even considering WandaVision, not even considering Moon Knight, just Loki opens them up for all kinds of shit. And then, you know, obviously pile on top of that what happens in Multiverse of Madness. I mean, so I'm really looking forward to that, seeing what those movies have to entail. Um, Oh, man, Avatar 2 coming out this December. We finally get real evidence that it exists, you know, the way of water. And it looks pretty dope, too, man. I mean, I was in love with the first Avatar, number one, because it's space and it's aliens and it's like a foreign planet that glows in the dark. That's dope to me. Now, the I've been, you know, it's, it's like the only way that it could get better is if they had like a water world version. And then boom, the way of water happens. I mean, and that's the shit right there. That's exactly where they're going. The way of water. And it, it looks awesome. It looks like they've melded everything together, like blending, you know, human and Navi to work together. It looks so cool. And everything about like this little water tribe that they have found looks dope. And so I guess I don't know. Like I don't know what you class because my guess is that there are different tribes of people based off of the different areas of the like of the world. So like where the people from the first movie, I guess they're more like tree people, right? Because like, yeah, they like ride horses and shit, but the, for the most part, it's just like they live in the tree. They're like their style of hunting is flying, you know, and then they're just kind of like on foot, obviously to some extent. And then I guess these next people, They live in and out of pools. They live, you know, in the water, swimming and hunting. And then obviously they're on foot to a certain extent. They're all dreaded up and everything looks dope. I mean, I guess that's the way that it is, right? I don't know. It'll be exciting to see, though, I guess is my point. I'm looking forward to that. So, um, I don't know, man. There's like some really dope, exciting movies coming out, you know. Dude, I did, like, I saw an ad the other day. They had, like, there was a Top Gun thing that was out. Um, And it was, like, you get to see, like, the commercial for the new Top Gun Maverick. And then also, take your picture, do answer a couple of trivia questions, or not even really trivia, but answer a couple of personal questions and get a call sign. And, dude, I got the call sign Comet, and it designed a helmet for me, and the helmet's dope. It's, like, a space helmet. So, like, me and my buddy that I have, like, a message back and forth on Facebook Messenger changed our nicknames to our call signs. He got Rattler, which I think was dope because I was thinking the whole time, like, how cool would it be to get one like Viper, like the uh, like the old guy in, um, what do you call it, um, like the old guy in, uh, you know, top, the original Top Gun Viper. How cool would that be? And he gets Rattler. 
and his helmet is like green with snake eyes on it. I mean, that's dope. So we changed our nicknames on Facebook Messenger to go with our call signs. And now if I have my AirPods in and he sends me a message, it just goes, Rattler says. <laughs> or Rattler said. Like, that's cool as shit. So I don't know, man. There's going to be some good time for entertainment. I'm hoping, man, really, like, the more that I think about it, like, I'm hoping that um, this summer is, is like, real, like, I can't wait to get in the pool for this summer. You know, whether I happen to end up with a house that has a pool or um, I, uh, whether I end up at a house that has a pool or whether we just use my in-laws pool, either way, I'm hoping for, um, like, some good pool weather. They said that their pool was kind of trashed, which, like, was really unfortunate um, because they said that they closed their pool wrong and didn't get the chemicals right. And um, there's like algae and stuff in it, so they had to clean it. I'm hoping that they got to it because this weekend, if we can bring people in to look at our house, I'm trying to spend time at the pool. But of course, the weather is going to be great all week, you know, when it's not prime time for people to see houses. And then this weekend, when it's like prime time to number one, be at the pool, number two, people to come and see my house, there's going to be thunderstorms. So I'm like, man, what the hell? Um, but hopefully, who knows, it's early, you know, it's only Wednesday, there's plenty of time for the weather to move out or change or, or whatever, and if it's a pop-up shower, big deal, you could still get out there, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that's kind of what I'm hoping for, we'll see what happens, I'll check the weather in a little bit greater detail once I make it to work and I have a minute to sit behind the keys. So, I don't know, man. I'm just, um, you know, hoping for the best, hoping to try to get all this stuff moved. And um, I'm looking, just looking forward to what the next thing is. I'm just trying to take it day by day, small project by small project, day by day. That's what I, that's all I want. It's all I'm asking for. I just want to try to make it. So we'll see what happens. You know, I, um, like I said, you know, just hoping for the best, expect the worst, that, that whole deal. That's how I've been trying to live my life. And like I said, take it day by day. Don't ask for too much or don't expect too much. Don't set yourself up for disappointment, you know, by expecting so much out of every single day. Just try to take it as it comes and try to live, like, kind of peaceful through that. I really need to, like, try that the most, you know? So we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. I'm really just kind of not anxious about everything that's going on right now. Because I'm not. I'm not really anxious anymore. But I am impatient, and that's tough. It's tough to be like that, tough to be that dude, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what, it's tough to say what's going to happen now. Um, because I want so much and I don't, I'm not willing to wait for it. You know what I'm saying? So like, who knows what, what we'll do next. Um, but man, last night, I mean, totally jumping ship here and talking about a different subject last night in sports, Phoenix gets the big win over Dallas. They won by like 30 points, you know, um, which was awesome. 
And, um, you know, Devin Booker goes off last night, drops 30, uh, drops 28. Um, so, you know, like they had a big game. And the best part is, is they go back to Dallas, which, I mean, the series very well could go to seven. They're at 3-2 right now, but it's a back and forth from here on out. Excuse me. Excuse me again. But they go back to Dallas, and they could they they could close it out there. They got to finish strong, you know. Luca had a big game, and um, also had twenty eight and eleven. That was huge for them, you know. But like Devin Booker went for twenty eight and seven, and then you know um, Chris Paul had a pretty minor game, dishing the ball, of course, but he only had seven points. And he's more of a true point guard, but I think in a big playoff series, as good of a, as good a, as he is, you need more production out of Chris Paul to really close it out. And they really carried heavy off of DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker last night. Um, you know, DeAndre Ayton had nine rebounds. I mean, honestly, you need a double double out of all three of those guys for them to really look to close out a series. That's that's what you have to have. DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker all need a double-double to close it out. Or one guy has to be an absolute assassin and just go takeover mode, like channel his inner Michael Jordan or Kobe or LeBron and just take over the game. And And that's the best way to close it out. There's really no other way to do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, in order to, to really seal the deal and leave no doubt that it's going to be a solid victory. You know what I mean? So who knows with, with, with that being said. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Like, it's, like I said, it's only 3-2. It ain't over yet, um, like by any stretch of the imagination. And then the Heat also getting a huge win last night. Um, I like Miami. Um, a lot. I, I like Jimmy Butler. I like Tyler Hero. You know, I like Bam. Um, so, like, they've Victor Oladipo. Like, I like their team a lot. And, you know, Jimmy Butler is, of course, carrying that team right now. He's definitely the captain. But all their guys on their starting five and their prime bench players are, are averaging double figures right now for points, which is huge. This going in for this playoff series. And really, when you look at Philadelphia, it's James Harden and Joel Embiid. And if one of them does not play good, you can beat them. Like, not saying that nobody else on their team isn't doing anything, but it takes both of those guys to play good to be able to get that win. And honestly, the only reason that the series is 3-2 and not already closed out is because James Harden had a big game on um, – Monday or Sunday, James Harden had a big game and, and, or was, no, it was Monday night. Yeah. James Harden had a big game and they were able to get that last win in Philly. Otherwise the heat would have won in Philadelphia. Then they would have come back and they would have won the game last night. The way that they did in the series would be over. So the whole thing is, is if you can stop or limit one of those two, the game is in the bag. You've got it. You know, it's, it's, you can seal that victory up and you can move on to the next round. 
And really, they don't need to go seven games. They need to hope that they can close this out next game because they could use the extra rest. You know, they don't need to, they won't have to worry about um, having to travel into the game. You know, they got to travel and, and then go back home no matter what, but they won't have to travel back to Miami to play a game. If they can beat them in Philly, they can close it out, you know, and they can go to the, um, to the finals, the Eastern Conference finals, where in my opinion, they, there's no reason that they should not end up playing Milwaukee. There's no reason to me that there's no reason for me to believe that, um, that Boston should be able to beat, um, to beat Milwaukee, that they should be able to keep them in. Boston is just not built like that. You know what I'm saying? They just, they just do not have it. In my opinion, they don't have it to beat Milwaukee. You know, Giannis is Giannis. He's, he's arguably the best player. He's, he's easily, easily the best player in the playoffs right now, arguably the best player in the league you know, overall right now, just based off of overall production, what he's doing right now. You know, you could say KD, you could say LeBron, you could say, um, you know, I mean, shit, really, I don't know who else, honestly. You could say you could say a guy like Luka. I mean, you know, uh, Djokovic is, you know, back-to-back MVP. Potentially, you could say him, and he offers a lot to that Denver team. You know, he did a lot for them without Jamal Murray, which is huge, you know, because they need him. They need Jamal Murray. And he still provided for them a lot and and carried them a long way. But I don't think overall production-wise, when you look at what those guys offer to the team, I just – I don't think that they can – I don't think that they offer up the same. I think that it is still, by and large – I still think that it is Giannis who's the best doing it right now. And that that doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to continue to play at that level because, you know, if a guy, you know, gets gets injured, major or minor injury, he spends any time out. I mean, that's critical. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's critical to a team, you know. I mean, look. LeBron James, whether or not he was hurt severely enough to play, that's, you know, debatable, I suppose. But, I mean, look at LeBron. You know, he sat out the last few games due to injury and at the end of their season, you know what I'm saying, um, for the Lakers, and it cost him a berth in the playoff just because he wasn't there. The same thing could be said about Giannis. Without Giannis, the Bucks are not are – not, let alone the Bucks are not title contenders, let alone playoff contenders, vice versa, whatever you, however that, that phrase works out. That's basically my point. And so I think that, and that could be said for a lot of guys, you know, so granted, you know, that could be said for a lot of guys, you know, without Chris Paul, that Phoenix Suns team definitely is going to struggle. Without Devin Booker, they're definitely going to struggle. Without, you know, Jason Tatum, the Celtics are struggling. Without Jimmy Butler, the the Heat are struggling. You could say that about every team that is at this level in the playoffs. Without their star player, they're hurting, you know. But I think that it is highly exaggerated with the Bucks because of the production that they're able to get out of Giannis. 
uh, because it's not something that everybody else is doing right now. They're not producing at that high of a level, I guess, is, is the main thing. Not to say that it's not possible um, for somebody to be able to step up and, like, help out in that role. I just I, – I don't think that somebody can do it like that, you know. I don't think that somebody – I don't think that they have an, another player in the league who is built like that that can do what he does. I mean, when you think about it, like, seriously, the, the, his strength, his size, and athleticism, I mean, I don't know that there's another guy that can do what he can – He's worked on his three-point shooting a little bit, so he's a little bit of a better, you know, better of a shooter. But I mean, you're talking about a guy that is seven feet tall. Okay, he's built like a brick shit house. He can handle the ball and drive it, you know, down the lane. Um, he can uh, score at will, you know, down in the paint. He's a huge defensive presence for blocks and rebounds, you know. He can shoot mid-range. He can pass the ball well, you know. I mean, honestly, like when you look at him physically and what he's capable of doing, prime LeBron James, and I consider prime LeBron, and I'm sorry that people don't feel this way because a lot of people would say prime LeBron was like at the end of his Miami Heat run, beginning of the, the uh, his second stint with the Cavs. But my in my version, prime LeBron is young LeBron James when he was dropping fucking 50 a night or something, you know, and running the floor for the Cavs and he was the one-man band. You know what I'm saying? I think that's prime LeBron. So he, Giannis is not maybe at that level. But, I mean, honestly, like, that's what he's like, though. I mean, the best way to compare him to is, like, how – you know, right now, Anthony Davis is not the guy I think that we all thought that he would be going into the league. But if you compare him in college to the level of competition that they had in college, he was so far above everybody else that it made sense to consider him to be the best, the best, you know, doing it at that time, at that level, at least, you know. And then, um, you know, like, that's another, I think, good way to compare it, is he's the best, the best in that category. You know what I mean? Um, like, Giannis is, is just like that. He's able to do the same things, and at his level, he's the best doing it right now. And so there, Milwaukee is going to give Miami fits. I would like to see this Miami team move on because, again, I like their squad a lot. You know, I like Jimmy Butler. Um, I like Tyler Hero. I like Victor Oladipo. I like, I, I like their guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think that, honestly, my team, if I had to pick, honestly – it's going to be, I think, in the finals, it will be the Suns because I think the Suns will beat the Warriors. I, I think that they can do it. Um, playoff Warriors is a totally different team than regular season Warriors. Those guys come dialed in. And, I mean, when you're you're talking about dealing with arguably the first and the, the number one and number two greatest shooters of all time between 
Clay and uh, Steph and Clay, you know, I, it's hard to beat that kind of firepower. Draymond Green is no joke. He's a rebound machine, you know, um, and he can get buckets down low, but he's such a defensive disruptor. You know, I think that I think that the Warriors are going to give Phoenix a hard time, and I think that it goes seven games. But I I think that right now I I I don't know. I, speaking to myself like this makes me think that the Warriors could beat them, but I don't think it's going to be two two seeds in the in the finals. I think that it's going to be Phoenix and Milwaukee in the finals. Um, as much as I like Miami to to beat the uh, the Bucks, and I think that they have a shot to do it, I think it comes down to Giannis and how much better he is than anybody else in the league right now, aside from maybe the Joker. You know, that's that's really. That's I don't know that there's anybody else you could really separate it with. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think that it's going to be the Suns in Milwaukee, and I think that that could be one of the better playoff series that we see. You know, in the playoffs in the bubble was not really that great. It wasn't really that special because it was so isolated and it wasn't a real uh, a real series. You know, it wasn't a real system. I don't think that it was very true to that. It was kind of a fluke scenario, in my opinion. But with that being said, that series between Miami and the Lakers was one of the best playoff series I think that we've gotten to see in a long time. The way those goes, those guys played, and I think the way that Jimmy Butler played, because the way that he handled everything between leaving Chicago, going to Minnesota, leaving Minnesota, going to Philly, and then finally making it to Miami – People got a really bad taste in their mouth about Jimmy Butler, but the, then the way that he went down to Miami and became an absolute dog for them, and it's like he clearly shows, like, hey, man, I, I'm, I'm willing, now that I'm in a place that I want to be, I'm willing to lay it on the line for this team. I'm leaving it all on the floor. I will do whatever I have to do. And then you got such crazy production out of young guys like um, – I can't remember what the what the white dude's name is. Dun- Duncan Robinson, I think, is his name. That between that dude, Tyler Hero, and there's obviously a couple of other people whose names I cannot remember. But you had Jimmy Butler, who's literally laying it all out there, and then you had Tyler Hero, who was coming out and stroking it and getting big buckets for them when they needed it. I mean, that's. You know that's fucking crazy. They were they played so good in that series, even though the Lakers beat them. I mean, but when you look at it, Rondo and LeBron and AD were firing on all cylinders in that series, um, and it took that to be able to beat that Miami team. And the Lakers have never played as good since then, and so it makes me wonder really what was going on. Like they, the bubble championship honestly should have an asterisk next to it, but like. Seriously, they've never played that good. And so, like, Jimmy Butler being so diehard for his team I think is great, and it's it's going to help him a lot, but I don't think that they can beat Milwaukee. And I think that Milwaukee is going to give – I mean, it's going to be a seven-game series with Phoenix, and it's going to be one of the – like I said, one of the best playoff series we've ever seen. I really do believe that. I think it's going to be seven hellacious games back and forth. I, I honestly, I'm like kind of, kind of equate it to like '98, like that series between the Jazz and the Bulls. I mean, 
was hard. It's hard to beat something like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, some of those series back in the day are, I mean, that's tough, you know, like, you know, when, um, you know, like when the Spurs beat the Heat, you know, that was a crazy series. You know, uh, I don't really consider LeBron getting his first ring against the Thunder because as good as KD and Russ were in that series when they went out there and, and they played them, they were just – they were undermanned against that team. Like that team, player by player, if you averaged out their entire depth chart, was just so much better on average than the Thunder where it wasn't really a competition. It was just cool to see them play at that level, you know. And then, I mean, really the only other ways that you can consider it, like other fun series to watch have just been like lately – Maybe a one of the Warriors championships, not when KD was there because he just kind of cheesed it up. But like before that, though, when it was just Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and, and Andre Iguodala just going off, like th- those were fun to watch. I mean, because when those guys were on, they were fucking on. There was nothing that you could do about that. So, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I it's. It's it's tough to see. Who knows? It'll be it might be different by the time that we make it to that point. But I think it's going to be a really fun series to watch, and I want Phoenix to win. I wouldn't be mad if Milwaukee got another ring if they went back to back because I love Giannis. He's he's fun to watch. He's a great player. But man, I really want Chris Paul, the point god. You know, I want Chris Paul and Devin Booker to get a ring. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just think that that would be so cool, man. Especially, I think that. People recognize how good Devin Booker is. I, I think that people get that now. But I feel like he still doesn't really get the respect that he should get for his position. I feel like he's he is overlooked quite a bit, and he shouldn't be. Because I, I, I truly do believe that Devin Booker is one of the best players in the league right now. I really believe that. There's no, I don't think that there's too many people that are above him. I'd have to make a list, but I really don't. So, all right, well, I got to, I got to get back to work. Um, got to get in here and get it in, get it done, you know, all that good stuff. So, um, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you. Well wishes to everyone. And please give me your positive vibes. Like I said, I, I, I need all the help I can get from day to day. And, uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Deuces.